And the angel said, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Hello again. How often have we used these words when saying the Hail Mary? Perhaps we've not been aware of where these words come from or how the rest of this great prayer developed. The first part of the Hail Mary is based on two biblical passages featured in the Gospel of Luke. The angel Gabriel's visit to Mary, the Annunciation, and Mary's subsequent visit to Elizabeth, the mother of John the Baptist, called the Visitation. It incorporates two greetings to Mary, recorded in the Gospel of Luke. Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. And Elizabeth, blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb. Over the centuries, this prayer became one of the most distinct and popular prayers for we Catholics. It is, in effect, a prayer of praise for and a petition to Mary, regarded as the Theotokos, that is, the Mother of God. To the greeting and praise of Mary, of which this prayer consists, there is also a petition, Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. This petition was commonly was understood to have been added during the time of the Council of Trent, 1545 to 1563. And it was the Dutch Jesuit Saint Peter Canisius who brought this into the sentence, sentences of his catechism in 1555. The Hail Mary, of course, has for centuries been associated with the Rosary. This series of prayers has its origins in the way that Third century desert fathers and mothers had knot prayers or prayer ropes to keep track when praying the 150 Psalms. Various forms of the Jesus prayer were said, such as, Lord Jesus, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. These became popular. Later, during the Middle Ages, strings of beads were used to count the Our Fathers and the Hail Marys. The structure of the rosary gradually evolved between the 12th and 15th centuries. Eventually, 50 Hail Marys were recited and linked with verses of psalms or other phrases evoking the lives of Jesus and Mary. During this time, this prayer form became known as the rosarium or the rose garden, actually a common term to designate a collection of simple material such as an anthology of stories on the same subject or theme. During the 16th century, the structure of the five-decade rosary based on the three sets of mysteries prevailed. Tradition does hold that St. Dominic, who died in 1221, devised the rosary as we know it. Moved by a vision of our Blessed Mother, he preached the use of the rosary in his missionary work among the Albigensians. They were a group who had denied the mystery of Christ. Credit of developing the sorrowful, joyful, glorious mysteries of the rosary, however, is given to another Dominic, Dominic of Prussia, sometime between 1410 and 1439. Now, the luminous mysteries of the rosary were introduced in 2002 by Pope John Paul II. These mysteries refer to, are referred to as the mysteries of light, which is manifested to the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus. The rosary gained greater popularity in the 1500s when Muslim Turks were ravaging Eastern Europe. Remember that in 1453, Constantinople had fallen to the Muslims, leaving the Balkans and Hungary open to conquest. With Muslims raiding even the coast of Italy, the control of the Mediterranean was now at stake. In 1571, Pope Pius V 
organized the fleet under the command of Don Juan of Austria, the half-brother of King Philip II of Spain. While preparations were underway, the Holy Father asked all the faithful to say the rosary and implore our Blessed Mother's prayers under the title of Our Lady of Victory, that our Lord would grant victory to the Christians. Although the Muslim fleet outnumbered that of the Christians in both vessels and sailors, the forces were ready to meet in battle. The Christian flagship flew a blue banner depicting Christ crucified. On October 7, 1571, the Muslims were defeated at the Battle of Lepanto. In the following year, Pope St. Pius V established the Feast of the Holy Rosary on that day of victory, October 7, and where the faithful would not only remember this victory, but also give thanks, thanks to the Lord for all of his benefits and remember the powerful intercession of our Blessed Mother. As some of you may know, every Tuesday evening at 7.30 for the past three and a half years, there is a parish rosary group praying the 50 Hail Marys, the six Our Fathers, and the five Glories Bees. Since May of 2020, when Pope Francis, during the pandemic, encouraged the praying of rosaries, a group of 15 to 20 parishioners have been praying the rosary via Zoom. While the pandemic, thankfully, has more or less subsided, the need for prayers has not. Every evening, every Tuesday evening, before we begin praying at 7.30, folks express a special intention or two. Our focus now has been praying for the victims of war in Ukraine and in Gaza and in Israel. Allow me to conclude by inviting you to listen to Ron Schubert's beautiful Ave Maria. Next to this homily link, you will find links to two of the most popular renditions. As you listen, think of how the Ave Maria, that is the Hail Mary, have been prayed and sung from one generation to the next. And to think that it all began when an angel proclaimed to a young Jewish woman, Hail, full of grace.